Johnny Cage, Kenobu, Kang, Raiden, Scorpion, Sonya Blade, Sub-Zero, Goro, Shang, Zora, Tabaraka, J-Jack, Kintaro, Kitana, Kung Lao, Melina, Nanook, Seba, Stout, Shao Kahn, Fung, Chameleon, Cyrax, Earth, Macabre, Motaro, Nightwolf, Insector, Sheep, The Sindel, Striker, Fu, Jin, Quan, Shi, Shin, Oxo, Rina, Jerick, Kaimin, Reiko, Tanya, Tremor, Blade, Go, Ryan, Welcome to Mortal Podcast. This is the show where I, your host, Ben Meckler, walk my friends through the entirety of Mortal Kombat lore from the perspective of a single character at a time. But not today. Today, I have a special challenge, and that is to attempt to untangle and explain the uh, unreasonably convoluted, but uh, admittedly pretty fun, uh, narrative of MK versus DC Universe. Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, uh, a spinoff game that happened right after Mortal Podcast, uh, God, Mortal Kombat Armageddon, <laughs> but before uh, Mortal Kombat 9, Mortal Kombat the reboot. So this was kind of uh, the end of the line before the timeline got rebooted. Um, you know, I have an interesting history with this game. I kind of avoided including it in the continuity because I do think that it is generally considered, you know, sort of like a DC Elseworlds thing. It's it's not part of the continuity. It's kind of just a fun what-if story. Um but at the time that it came out, I distinctly remember, despite, you know, being a fan of uh, some of the DC Universe, uh, being very aware of it and enjoying uh, comic book video games, and despite being a huge fan of Mortal Kombat, when Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe came out, I did not care. <laughs> I was not interested, uh, and to this day, I've never played it. Uh, to research for this episode, I uh, watched all of the cutscenes and read a lot of summaries, um, but, uh, when it came out, you know, there's a lot going on for me. I was, uh, I was in college at the time. Um, but the thing I remember most is a kind of brushing it off and saying like, well, that's not really canon. And I play these games for the story. So I'm not that interested. It seems kind of comic booky and like, it's not exactly the side of Mortal Kombat that I like, which is like the weird dark fantasy shit. Um, and that ultimately wound up being true. I realized, uh, looking through the story of the game, but also, uh, I distinctly remember that Lost, the TV series Lost, was ending when this game came out. And every time I would go to my buddy Aaron Hall's house uh, to watch Lost, he'd be like, Hey man, you love Mortal Kombat? I've got Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe. Do you want to play? And I'd always be like, No, I'm too excited for Lost. I just want to like sit here until it starts. <laughs> and that's uh, just, uh, you know, that's my personal history with this game and, and with the television series Lost, which I still... Uh, feel very strongly about and still love, uh, you know, Hurley, Sawyer, uh, all my favorite characters. Uh, you know, I still got a big uh, piece of my heart out there for him. So without further ado, because fuck, there's a lot, there's a lot of story in this game. Let's, uh, let's, let's get to it. Let's attempt to uh, step through 
what happened when the Mortal Kombat and DC Universe uh, collided. Um, and just one last thing before we do jump in, uh, something you'll notice both in the storytelling and uh, that I noticed like watching gameplay and stuff, the ways that they found to A, justify why there wasn't like head ripping and spine ripping and shit and you know, why you didn't see Superman like, I don't know, poke somebody's eyeballs out or, or melt their neck open. Um, and the ways that they found to work around the idea of like, well, who would win in a fist fight like Joker or Scorpion seems, seems like it's pretty straightforward. Um, it's great. It's it's like, it does have that like great classic Mortal Kombat, like ridiculous convoluted mythology stuff that they made up just to work around logic problems that other people who play these games might not have really cared about. Um, but Mortal Kombat cares. Mortal Kombat had to have a canon reason that these fights could happen i also want to throw some credit at this game because i did not realize that the format of the modern mortal kombat games of mortal kombat uh mortal kombat x and mortal kombat 11 started with this game the story mode for mortal kombat vs dc universe was the first mortal kombat game that had chapters where you played as a character uh one character at a time and went through a series of cutscenes and fights so, um, look, I got a lot of respect for this game now, even though I still will probably never, ever play it. And it doesn't look like it was that fun to play. Um, you know, I got what I needed out of it. I know the whole story and now I'm going to share it with you. So this game is set right after Mortal Kombat 3. Shao Kahn has been defeated at the invasion of Earthrealm. We don't start in Outworld. We start in Metropolis because we find out that in an alternate universe, the DC universe, which I, I, you know, look, if we want to try to stick with uh, Mortal Kombat rules, maybe there's a separate realm that just looks a lot like Earthrealm that just also has superheroes. If you want to go by DC uh, rules, then one of the infinite Earths is the Mortal Kombat universe. Regardless, uh, in Metropolis, which is a separate reality uh, from the Earthrealm we know and love for Mortal Kombat, uh, Superman has just defeated Darkseid. Uh, who is attempting to climb into a boom tube <laughs> in order to travel back to uh, his home planet, uh, home world, whatever it is, uh, of Apocalypse. Um, but Superman blasts the portal with his eye lasers, uh, and doing so makes the portal get all fucked up, and so uh, Darkseid gets all zapped and thrown into the portal, and uh, you, you're just meant to infer, like, oh, that wasn't normal. But oh well, Darkseid's taken care of. And before Superman, uh, you know, calls it a day, he gets in an argument with Lex Luthor, who I guess was somehow involved in courting Darkseid uh, to invade the Earth, or, or was in some way helping him out. And so uh, Superman's like, fuck you, Lex Luthor, you're a dick. I'm taking you to space jail. And he grabs Lex Luthor and flies away with him. Uh, we then reveal that this has all been happening at the same time as uh, Shao Kahn's Earthrealm invasion fell apart. He was defeated by Liu Kang. Now, in Mortal Kombat 3, Liu Kang uh, like, basically rips Shao Kahn's heart out, and he's so fucked up that he phases out of Earthrealm entirely and back to Outworld. Um, but that's not how it happens here. Here, uh, Shao Kahn manages to escape through a portal back to, I think, outworld it's never super specified but i'm pretty sure it's outworld um and he's followed by quan chi which is interesting because the games you know they have somewhat of a relationship but uh quan chi kind of implies like oh shinnok's not gonna be happy about this which i thought was kind of interesting i guess around the time they made this game they were kind of working off of the uh mentality that like shinnok in mortal kombat 4 was somehow the boss at some point of shao Kahn in mortal kombat 3 i don't know anyway 
Quan Chi's like, oh man, this sucks. And Shao Kahn's like, shut up, shut up, I'm embarrassed, I lost. And that's when uh, Raiden shows up and he blasts Shao Kahn back through that portal uh, and, you know, does some lightning stuff. And it's obviously pretty much the exact same thing as uh, Superman shooting his lasers at Darkseid and his portal. Uh, and Shao Kahn gets all fucked up in the portal and disappears. Same deal. You can kind of see where this is going. Uh, and Raiden says, like, oh, Quan Chi, I'm taking you to Elder God Jail. And he grabs Quan Chi and uh, flies away with him. So you get some symmetry there. You kind of see how the story is developing. And that's when we cut back to the streets of, I don't know if it's Gotham or Metropolis. I think it might be Gotham. Uh, but we see Deathstroke, uh, the famed uh, uh, DC assassin, slicing some heads off, um, but in silhouette because this game has a T rating. And uh, that's when The Flash shows up, classic fast superhero. He starts wailing on Deathstroke because we haven't had like a fight yet in this game. And then uh, Catwoman shows up and she's got some weird object and Flash fights her. And then he tries to arrest her. And then Kano shows up. What? What's Kano doing here? Flash is like, who the fuck are you? Catwoman's like, yeah, seriously, dude, who are you? For some reason, Kano wants whatever like weird object Catwoman was stealing is. I guess because that's Kano and he loves treasure and Catwoman's like, no, I love treasure. Anyway, they get in a big argument. Catwoman steals the thing during the argument and she runs away. And then this cutscene's hilarious and I urge you to find it. Catwoman's running away with her loot and a portal opens up in front of her all of a sudden and she can't stop herself. It goes, whoa, and accidentally runs right into it. And so Catwoman disappears. Uh, Then while Flash is dealing with Kano, he gets overtaken by some weird energy his eyes start glowing yellow and he starts freaking out and uh, i don't know when they actually say what the name of this power is but uh it's called combat rage so he gets infected with something called combat rage and uh as he's freaking out and basically saying to kano like dude i'm gonna fuck you up i'm crazy flash now um we start to see how uh nether realm found a way to make the dc superheroes act like mortal Kombat characters but luckily, uh, Batman shows up and he fights Flash um, and Flash, it looks like Flash is going to win, uh, but then Batman wins by just straight up tasing the Flash. <laughs> like they get in a whole fist fight, Flash uh, knocks him down, he's like, I won, and the Batman's like, no, I won, and he just shoots him with the taser and that's it. Flash is out cold. Cut to Liu Kang. Liu Kang is hanging out. Uh, at the Wuxi Academy, he's doing some meditating, and that's when Katana, Princess Katana, sneaks up on him and is like, hey dude, listen, I got a problem, uh, I know we just defeated Shao Kahn, and I was supposed to restore Adenia, uh, but I can't, because a bunch of Adenians have just straight up disappeared, and uh, Liu Kang is like, oh no, that sucks, uh, and it's so weird that you say that, because like a bunch of uh, Shaolin monks have disappeared from the temple, and she's like, well, obviously this is a problem. We got to do something about this. There's only two people who could be responsible now that Shao Kahn's out of the picture. It's either Kano's Black Dragon forces or it's uh, Sub-Zero's Lin Kuei. And remember around the time of Mortal Kombat 3, Sub-Zero wasn't like entirely an ally um, of Liu Kang and Katana. So uh, in this story, he's kind of like a neutral party. So they're like, I don't know, that dude could be responsible. I don't know that guy. Maybe, maybe the ninjas are kidnapping people. So Liu Kang says, I'm going to go find Sub-Zero. And he goes, Katana, why don't you go and find Sonya Blade? And she'll give you uh, some intel on what's been going on with the Black Dragon. And we can find out where they are. So 
Liu Kang uh, goes to find Lin Kuei, and of course, he immediately gets uh, attacked by Sub-Zero, fight scene. They get a, they have a big fight. It's super cool. Uh, and then Sub-Zero's like, hey, man, what the fuck are you doing here? What are you here to kidnap more Lin Kuei ninjas? Because a bunch of them have disappeared lately. And Liu Kang's like, well, no, I don't know why, why I would do that. But uh, clearly, we have the same enemy because someone kidnapped a bunch of monks, someone kidnapped a bunch of Edenians, uh, all of our people are disappearing. And uh, then before they can really unpack that, they get attacked by Scorpion. Scorpion shows up, he does his get over here thing, Liu Kang and Sub-Zero are forced to team up, um, and they start fighting Scorpion, but then something really weird happens. Scorpion all of a sudden disappears and is replaced with the Flash, who still got his crazy rage eyes. Uh, Liu Kang has to fight him and knocks him out and he's investigating. He's like, something's wrong with this dude. I've got to figure out what it is. Um, and then like he, his eyes get yellow. I think then he, his eyes go yellow and he gets infected with the rage thing. And I don't know. I got kind of confused around this section, but basically, uh, from what I was watching and from what I understood, uh, he got all ragey. He wound up fighting Shang Tsung and went to Shang Tsung's Island for some reason and then he went crazy with rage and tried to kill Shang Tsung. And then we kind of just cut away. It's like a cliffhanger. It's like, I don't know what's going on with Liu Kang. But this rage, combat rage thing's going around uh, like the virus in Contagion, and it's no good. Meanwhile, in Gotham, uh, we see that Batman is trying to tend to the Flash, who has somehow wound up back in Gotham at this point. Um, when the Flash suddenly... Oh, right. This is what happened. He was trying to tend to the Flash's wounds when the Flash disappeared and got replaced by Scorpion on the operating table, uh, which is where we realize, like, oh, some of these events in these two storylines are happening concurrently, and we're playing, like, catch-up to when they're happening, which I gotta say is is kind of fun. It definitely makes it more engaging. It's a fun story mode. So, uh, you know, Batman's trying to tend to the Flash. Flash all of a sudden turns into Scorpion, and Batman's like, oh, fuck, who the fuck are you? <laughs> um, and Scorpion is looks around the Batcave, looks at Batman... And immediately goes, oh, okay, you're obviously Sub-Zero and you've just changed your costume. <laughs> I love it. It's so goofy. Uh, so Scorpion and Batman fight, which is obviously something we've all wanted to see for a million years. It's great. They fight. Batman wins. I don't remember how, but it probably involved tasing Scorpion because that actually happens like a bunch of times in this game. Uh, and then we get a truly, truly amazing shot where Batman's driving the Batmobile uh, and Scorpion is just sitting in the passenger seat unconscious. <laughs> Again, I'm going to implore you to find this cutscene because it's like the best thing I've ever seen. It's literally just Batman cruising and a sleepy Scorpion sitting next to him in the Batmobile. I love it so much. Uh, I'm probably going to make my phone desktop. Anyway, uh, Batman's driving around. He's like, all right, I'm going to go investigate another anomaly and just take this weird Scorpion guy with me because I don't know what his deal is. And that's when Joker shows up. He does his annoying Joker thing. He tries to stop the Batmobile and he challenges him to a fight. And uh, of course, Batman beats the shit out of the Joker and arrests him. But before he can take Joker away, Liu Kang gets teleported into Gotham. Oh, fuck. Uh, Liu Kang, who is at this point still raging out and I think was in the middle of his fight with Shang Tsung, 
uh, sees Batman and is like, oh, clearly you're Shang Tsung having shapeshifted. And Batman's probably extremely sick at this point of people saying that he's someone else in disguise when he already has to deal with the fact that he's Bruce Wayne in disguise. But anyway, uh, Batman winds up having to fight a crazy, raged-out Liu Kang, and ultimately Batman wins that fight. Um, Again, probably by tasing Liu Kang, don't remember. But by the time he has defeated Liu Kang, he realizes that Joker and the Scorpion have both escaped. Shit. So he calls up Green Lantern uh, on his cell phone, and he's like, Green Lantern, I need you to transport me and this weird dude that I just beat up uh to like the un space station or something i think they literally call it like the un space station so that's where they go uh so green lantern teleports them to the space station and he's like all right shit's fucked i'm gonna go find superman uh and batman why don't you like look through all the computer files and see if you can figure out like who this dude is and what's going on um but as soon as green lantern leaves raiden teleports onto the space station (laughs) And he says, hey, I want my Liu Kang back. Give him back. Uh, Batman and Raiden fight, but Raiden escapes with Liu Kang. And as Batman's like, what the fuck is going on? He looks at the TV and sees on the news that uh, weird artifacts and buildings and uh, yellow energy have been coursing through the Earth. Basically, the realms in classic Mortal Kombat fashion are merging. Uh, The DC universe is being uh, merged with uh, Earth Realm, so there's all sorts of cool uh, Mortal Kombat shit just appearing in the middle of famous DC cities, and vice versa. Meanwhile, uh, Sonya Blade is investigating all the weird shit that's happening in Earth Realm. She's like typing on her big computer. Uh, she's got like a huge special forces like portal machine, uh, as we know is pretty typical uh, in the world of Mortal Kombat. Special forces love using their science portals to travel between realms. So she's trying to figure out what's going on if this has anything to do with, like, Shao Kahn coming back or what, uh, when all of a sudden she gets attacked by Catwoman. Literally just someone pops up and is like, hey, my name's Catwoman <laughs> behind Sonya at work. Like, imagine if you're just sitting at your desk and someone just shows up behind you and is like, I'm Catwoman and I want to fight you. That's basically what happens. Sonya and Catwoman fight. Catwoman's got combat rage. Uh, and then Sonya beats up Catwoman and, like, imprisons her at the Special Forces uh, building. Um, and then goes on like in this investigative mission to try to figure out like what's happening, who Catwoman is, what's going on at the realms. And it sends her on this weird odyssey where, uh, honestly, I, I don't know. She like goes to Shang Tsung's Island and fights Baraka for basically no reason. He just kind of shows up. But it's like Sonya Blade. I hate your ass. And he just fights her. Uh, she fights Captain Marvel, AKA Shazam as we know him now. But by the time when they were making this game, it was safe to still call him captain marvel uh the dc version of captain marvel that's not the marvel version of captain marvel uh so she fights uh i'm just gonna call him shazam she fights shazam uh but he gets rescued by the green lantern she fights the green lantern and then she gets the combat rage uh so you know however much you investigate i guess you know you never know and the the old combat rage is going to catch up to you um but of course we cut away from that and see what's going on with Wonder Woman, haven't caught up with her yet. Wonder Woman's on Themyscira, Themyscira? Themyscira? I'm pretty sure it's Themyscira. She's on She's on Themyscira, and uh, we see that it is merging with Shang Tsung's island, which honestly is super tight. So all of a sudden Shang Tsung's there, and uh, all of the Amazonians are there, 
and they're like dude who the fuck are you you're not allowed to be here and he's like no this is my island it's got my name on it you're not allowed to be here so wonder woman winds up fighting shang sung obviously kicks his ass um i think i think they even make a point of saying like a lot of the dc superheroes are susceptible to magic because their powers are like science or alien based but wonder woman's powers are magic so she can just mop the floor with shang sung uh and she does uh then she's like i gotta go find superman she flies over to metropolis but metropolis is fucking wrecked and she's like well shit obviously dark side's back i guess which is a reasonable conclusion to draw um but then a portal opens up behind her portal and uh katana comes stumbling out of it princess katana just rambling uh about how shao khan is back and outworld's been destroyed and is fucked up beyond all recognition unclear why how katana wound up in outworld when she was like supposed to be going to meet up with sonya blade but that's where she was so katana uh who's totally out of her mind at this point uh either because of combat rage or because of the insane shit that she saw uh in outworld but uh, she winds up fighting wonder woman she runs away and wonder woman's like well if superman's not here in metropolis i guess he's at the fortress of solitude so i'm gonna go there she flies over to the uh fortress of solitude and she finds uh something super cool superman is there frozen in a block of ice because uh, sub-zero beat the shit out of him and uh again we learned this is because superman's weakness i guess is magic which i don't know if that's canon i'm pretty sure it's not i don't know i guess he's got like mr mix's mixel piz bitlick which i think is a magic supervillain of his i don't know I don't know why they got to make everything so hard to pronounce in DC. Anyway, um, Sub-Zero has frozen Superman in the Fortress of Solitude, which is merged uh, with, I don't know where the Lin Kuei were at this point. I don't think they'd moved to like Antarctica yet by the point, like circa MK3 actually, Sub-Zero hadn't even rejoined the Lin Kuei. So I don't know. This is kind of messy. I think he's still on the run from the Lin Kuei at this point. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. Sub-Zero's Lin Kuei Temple is merged with the Fortress of Solitude. He fought with Superman. He froze him. Uh, And Wonder Woman walks in and finds this and is like, what the fuck? So she fights Sub-Zero. She wins because uh, she's magic resistant. She frees Superman. And uh, the three of them are like, let's go to that space station. So they go to the UN space station. When they get there, they find Shazam going absolutely apeshit. He's got the combat rage now, and he's just fucking up that space station. Uh, so Wonder Woman has to fight him, and she defeats him too. Somewhat simultaneously, we catch up with old Sonya Blade. She's managed to finally reach uh, her friends Jax, Raiden, and Liu Kang. I forget where we left off with her. I think she was like fighting the Green Lantern or something and got all ragey. Either way, she got out of that situation and she met up with Jax, with Raiden, and with Liu Kang. And so they start talking and saying like, all right, there's a new invasion. Maybe this is Shao Kahn's reinforcements. We don't know what's going on, but we have to come up with a plan to defeat the DC superheroes and villains. Those guys are crazy. They suck. Um, so Sonya and Jax say, we're going to go up to that space station and just fuck shit up. Um, I guess that's like a UFO that's invading Earthrealm. They don't know. Uh, and so Jax and Sonya go up there and Jax meets uh, Lex Luthor, who... Oh, you know what? Actually, Jax meets Lex Luthor at the Special Forces base because Lex Luthor walks up to Jax while he's like operating the portal machine and is like, oh, damn, 
Portal Machine got me all horned up. I'm Lex Luthor. I love technology. And this is, uh, for some reason, Portals is a technology that is amazing to Lex Luthor, who has seen some truly unbelievable shit, uh, including like full-scale alien invasions and super speed. And there has to be a DC hero that can teleport. Anyway, he's like really impressed by the Portal Machine and is real horned up for it and really wants it. You know, he fights Jax. Jax fights some other people. Uh, he like goes to the space station. Wonder Woman shows up with Sub Zero, yada yada. Because of all the crazy shit that Sub Zero has seen and Jax has seen, Sub Zero joins the Mortal Kombat hero team, and now we're starting to see neutral parties uh, aligned with heroes on the MK side. Uh, you know, it's all building towards something. On the DC side of things, uh, Green Lantern goes to his you know home base of the planet Oa. And when he gets there, Lex Luthor and Catwoman show up uh, because of some portal that accidentally sent them there. And long story short, they talk to Green Lantern about this weird like invasion of Mortal Kombat guys. And they say, uh, hey, let's team up. So Lex Luthor and Catwoman, these two villains, who I guess are both like kind of neutral parties too, uh, sometimes they decide they're also going to join uh, the DC heroes. So we're starting to see the good guys and bad guys on the DC side and on the Mortal Kombat side kind of pull together uh, to take on the other sides. Heroes and villains together. But Lex kind of implies that he has ulterior motives. And I'm going to be honest, that plot line gets dropped. There's no, I don't know, I, we never find out what those ulterior motives were. He's just like, I'm in it for Lex. B- but he kind of just winds up falling in line. So I don't, I don't know. Anyway, Sub-Zero, who has now joined the good guy team, approaches Raiden and says, hey, I need your help. I need to find Quan Chi. I know you took him to Elder God Jail uh, or wherever it is that you took him, but I suspect that he knows more about this invasion than anyone because and this is pretty much exactly what Sub-Zero says. He's like, my man knows invasions. <laughs> Quan Chi, that guy's like an invasion hound. He, he loves that shit. He's a junkie for invasions. We got to interview him and ask him if he knows what's going on. Uh, so Raiden begrudgingly says if you can find scorpion you can find quan chi i don't know why he says that considering that raiden is the one who like put quan chi in the nether realm maybe i missed something uh possible but either way he's like sub-zero go find scorpion first so uh sub-zero goes on a scorp hunting mission that leads him to gotham city (laughs) i love it uh Sub-Zero shows up in Gotham. He's like literally like touching the dirt and like sniffing it. And he's like, Scorpion was here, but he escaped. Um, So he's trying to follow Scorpion's trail, you know, from when he escaped from the Batmobile. And he runs into Deathstroke, who pretty literally is like, hey, a guy in a mask. Are you a good guy or a bad guy? And Sub-Zero's like, what? What are you talking about? And Deathstroke's like, I don't know, fight me. So they fight. Doesn't matter. Sub-Zero continues to follow Scorpion's trail, and he follows it all the way to the Batcave. I don't know why it led there. That doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, But regardless, he runs into Batman, who's like, dude, what are you doing in the Batcave? This place is, like, super secret. And Sub-Zero's like, I don't know, fight me. They do. Uh, And then a portal opens, and uh, Scorpion's voice yells, get over here, throws a spear through the portal, and spears Sub-Zero, and pulls him into the Nether Realm. I'm still super hazy on scorpion's motivation here uh or how he knew that's where sub-zero was i think it's probably just that at this point scorpion still kind of works for quan chi in the story and kind of i don't know i thought by mortal kombat 3 he knew that sub-zero was the little brother sub-zero and that he wasn't the person responsible for killing his family but in this game he's not in this game he literally pulls 
little brother Sub-Zero through the portal and is like, hey man, you killed my family and I'm going to get revenge. So Sub-Zero fights Scorpion and then uh, their fighting creates enough negative energy to free Quan Chi from the shackles that Raiden put him in in the Netherrealm, I guess. And um, Quan Chi gets free and he's like, all right, listen, I don't stop fighting. This is dumb. I know what's going on at the merging of the realms. I know what's going on at the invasion. I'll help Raiden if Raiden is willing to work with me. He's like, if gods are willing to work with devils, I think is what he says, or demons, something like that. Uh, so Sub-Zero says, uh, all right, I'm going to go to Raiden um, and ask him if he's cool with that. And uh, Quan Chi says, okay, cool. Scorpion, why don't you go find Katana? So Scorpion goes on his little mission. Sub-Zero goes on his little mission. And uh, meanwhile, Shazam, who last we saw going apeshit in the space station, um, who now uh, has gotten his shit together, he decides he's going to go consult uh, you know, his gods that empower him slash the wizard that gave him his powers to find out like what's going on. So he contacts the wizard, and the wizard says, uh, the forces of light and dark must unite to stop dark khan he lays it all out you know dark khan is a merged version of shao khan and dark side and he's been causing mayhem and if you don't defeat him rage will consume both worlds uh, so <laughs> dark khan is now the target uh for our heroes and shazam uh has the information and he's got to relay it uh to his allies so that they can stop him and stop rage, combat rage from consuming both worlds as they merge. So he goes to Metropolis, and uh, when he gets there, he encounters this weird little like buddy group of villains that Lex Luthor has formed. Lex Luthor's just hanging out in Metropolis with Catwoman, Deathstroke, and Joker. Uh, I don't know how they wind up buddying up, but they have, and they say, hey, listen, we want to help stop Dark Khan, um, but we want to do so using that cool portal machine that Lex is like real horned up for. He wants to use it to teleport to Apocalypse and stop Dark Khan there. Superman shows up, sees Lex Luthor and is like, hey, what the hell, man? I sent you to space jail. And Lex Luthor kind of just shrugs it off and kind of gives Superman marching orders. He's like, look, we're going to that portal machine and we're going to Apocalypse and we're going to go beat up Dark Khan. And Superman's like, all right, I guess Lex Luthor's in charge. <laughs> he just lets it happen. I found that very surprising. Meanwhile... Scorpion is still on his katana mission. You know, he battles a bunch of dudes. He comes across Superman at some point. He fights Superman and he eventually finds Katana, lost in Metropolis, completely consumed by the combat rage. Uh, so he and Quan Chi are able to subdue her and bring her back to Raiden's Sky Temple. Uh, and after doing so, you know, after Raiden arguing with them, like, I don't want to team up with Quan Chi, that guy sucks, Quan Chi does manage. Uh, to talk Raiden into teaming up. So now here we got it. You know, the Mortal Kombat bad guys and the Mortal Kombat good guys, you know, Shang Tsung and Liu Kang, Kano and Sonya Blade. Still don't know why Kano agreed to doing this, but he has, um, you know, uh, Quan Chi and Sub-Zero, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. They're all going to work together to fight the invading DC heroes and stop the realms from merging. So Quan Chi kind of explains the Dark Khan thing, and it is honestly amazing. Uh, he says, all right, so when you double portal laser lightning blasted Darkseid and Shao Kahn, it caused them to merge. Now that they have merged into one being, they are putting out uh, combat rage energy throughout the universe. 
um, this rage energy that's going throughout the universe can only be relieved through combat. Uh, <laughs> I can't. It's so ridiculous. It's like, uh, ah, man, it's just so good. Like, you know, it's a magic that makes you so mad that you only feel better if you fight. Um, but as he says, and this is almost verbatim, he goes, but combat hastens the merging of the realms. So the more people get mad, the more they fight. And the more they fight, the faster the realms merge. That's Darkon's plan, and we have to stop him. And he also says, like, we have to stop Superman for some reason. Like, Quan Chi kind of, like, puts the blame on the DC heroes and is like, we have to stop them first, and we have to stop their champion, Sub-Zero. And I really did not understand why he... Or, sorry, stop their champion, Superman. And I was really not clear on why that was happening, but uh, I don't know. It did. It happened, and he said it. So so that's what happens. Mortal Kombat heroes are like, let's go fuck up the DC guys. Let's do this. Uh, let's break up into pairs. That's what they just said. This is their strategy. Let's break up into pairs and just go looking for DC guys to fight. I don't... I really... I definitely miss, like, why, if there was a why, but that's what they're doing. So uh, Joker and Deathstroke are hanging out in a cemetery uh, looking for the portal machine and they get attacked by Sonya and Kano. For some reason, the exact, uh, you know, the, the people who are specifically enemies with each other have been sent out on teams. So uh, Sonya and Kano fight Joker and Deathstroke, but while they're fighting, Joker gets infected by the combat rage and decides that he likes it. He doesn't care if the earth is alive. He doesn't care if anyone's okay. He doesn't care what happens. He's just like, hey, with this combat rage, I can actually put up a fist fight. I'm going to go kill Batman. Yeah, so we just kind of take a detour where Joker just goes to Gotham, looks for Batman, finds him, uh, and is like, fight me, I'm going to kill you. But he botches it because, and this is sincerely what happens uh batman tases him <laughs> so uh joker gets defeated and that little storyline gets tied up he's he's no longer deciding he's going to use his combat rage to kill batman uh cut to shang sung and Liu kang have teamed up and they're going to beat up some dc dudes um and while they're fighting a couple of dc guys i forget who exactly maybe it was green lantern or something uh luke kang gets combat ragey uh he's almost gonna get killed um but shang sung saves his life fuck are shang sung and luke kang becoming friends yeah dude all the mk guys are it's almost like we're learning a lesson about the power of friendship we are uh cut to lex luther He's finally made it to his special forces portal machine and he's ready to take the DC squad through the portal to apocalypse. They, uh, they walk through the portal. So yeah, I guess all the, the different team ups of heroes fighting each other. I don't know what that was about. Cause they seem to just be going to like one place and they did it. Maybe it was about finding out where the portal machine was or how to access it. I guess they did fight Sonia. I don't know. Anyway, they get to the portal machine. They activate it. Lex Luthor, Superman, Deathstroke, Joker, all those guys, Wonder Woman, they walk through the portal and they get to Apocalypse, but it looks different. It looks way different than they thought it would. And at the exact same time, Raiden takes the Mortal Kombat squad through a portal to Outworld, where they think Dark Khan is going to be. But when they get it, when they get to Outworld, guess what? It looks different. That's because Outworld and Apocalypse have merged. All of the characters have uh, arrived at the exact same place. 
uh, the crazy Apocal Outworld. I don't know if they gave it like a fun mashup name in the game. Maybe it was called Outpocalypse. Uh, either way, they're in this fucked up realm and uh, they're all there at the same time. And, uh, you know, each one thinks the other is aligned with Dark Khan still, uh, but neither knows for sure. So Superman and Raiden uh, kind of like try to talk it out, but that does not uh, work. Team MK challenges Team DC to Mortal Kombat and uh, Combat Rage takes over and they all start fighting, um, but the fighting is interrupted by the arrival of Dark Khan himself, which I have to say is kind of disappointing character design. If you look up Dark Khan, he doesn't really look like a cool combination of Darkseid and Shao Khan. He kind of just looks like a jacked version of the weird, like, Humalian baby from the end of Alien Resurrection. He's just got a skull, and he's kind of yellow and glowy. Um, I, I wasn't I wasn't a huge fan, personally, of the Dark Khan uh, design, but, you know, I've seen worse. It was fine. Uh, he makes everyone fight, and there's a huge battle royale, um, and it's cool, except that in the game, they only portray it through, like, still images. You don't actually see, like, a cutscene of everyone fighting for some reason, or at least not in the, like, uh, you know, Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe, the whole movie cutscenes, all cutscenes, 1080p video that I watched on YouTube. Uh, so, you know, all the heroes fight, and uh, amidst the fight, Raiden gets all combat raged out. He tries to kill Shang Tsung, but fuck, Liu Kang protects Shang Tsung. Whoa, Raiden fights Liu Kang, and they actually have a kind of similar moment to what happens in Mortal Kombat 9, where Raiden fights Liu Kang and goes nuts and kills him. They like have a moment where Raiden's like, what have I done? This is all my fault. And Raiden decides that it is he alone who must defeat Dark Khan, and he kind of just teleports away. Meanwhile, uh, in the middle of the fight, Lex Luthor gets all crazy ragey. Superman gets all ragey. Batman has to fight Lex Luthor, fight Superman. uh, And he kind of gives Superman a motivational speech to kind of, uh, you know, clear his mind of the combat rage. Yada, yada. Superman decides this is all his fault and he must go defeat Dark Khan alone. And so the final battle begins right in and Superman both show up to fight Dark Khan, and now that they're really close to Dark Khan, they get totally infected uh, by the combat rage. They fight, and their fighting makes Dark Khan even stronger. Um, but Raiden and Superman, being two really strong heroes, manage to uh, clear their minds of the combat rage and team up to fight Dark Khan together. And buddy, you better believe that they win. They win by beating Dark Khan up so much that he explodes. Like, his body inflates, and he just kind of pops like a balloon. I gotta say, it was a lot lot less epic um, than I thought it was gonna be, considering the stakes, but um, I did appreciate it as a throwback uh, to some of my favorite Mortal Kombat fatalities, where characters kind of just blow up, um, inflate, and explode. So, that's what happens. Dark Khan gets defeated, and the Mortal Kombat and DC universes are immediately separated once more. Um, but in a fun twist, Shao Kahn is left in the DC universe uh, where he is uh, sent to the Phantom Zone and Darkseid is left in the Mortal Kombat universe where he is bound forever in the Nether Realm. the end. And that is Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. 
a game uh, that basically created by the end of it a reality in which all the Mortal Kombat characters are just like friends and no longer enemies and don't want to fight anymore. So maybe that's why they never made a sequel or maybe it's because the story mode is goofy as hell and it was time to do Injustice uh, and the Mortal Kombat reboot. I'm glad they did both. I enjoyed both of those games. Um, So you asked for it. You got it. That was Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. I will say it was a lot more interesting uh, than I thought it was going to be after all of these years of kind of just blowing it off. Um, that said, it was also really goofy and it was definitely like a watered down version of Mortal Kombat and the Mortal Kombat story that I know and love. And of course, it didn't really advance the story in any real way with real stakes because it was like a not canon uh, storyline. Although I will say, as you'll hear... Um, or have heard, depending on what order you listen to things in, uh, in Sean Kittleson's episode, uh, the first episode of season three, um, because of all the crazy timey-wimey stuff uh, with Kronika in Mortal Kombat 11, uh, technically the Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe reality could have been one of the many timelines that Kronika uh, watched over. That could have been... Uh, something that occurred that said i personally ascribe to the theory that there is one mortal Kombat timeline and it has been rewritten um but stayed a one consistent timeline that that in in my mind does not include mortal Kombat versus dc universe but hey listen that's just my mortal Kombat. You, you might have your own that's fine i hope you enjoyed this episode um if you have further questions or uh more likely if you have corrections for me um please please do share um, because I'm sure there's stuff that just went completely over my head. And it's also entirely possible that the random YouTuber that I decided was like the boss of this episode that I was going to entirely trust to, uh, to give me all of the cutscenes I know. Maybe they made some edits, you know, maybe they decided, uh, the order to put it in. I, I did do some, some reading myself and kind of as usual, uh, aligned things into a narrative that felt clean and comprehensible. But, uh, Hey man, I don't know. It's Mortal Kombat, it's DC, it's both, and that makes it even more confusing. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, Stay tuned for more new episodes soon. And uh, as always, finish him.